Drop the subject with Allie and James. Welcome. Hope you had a fantastic weekend getting into another week here. And, you know, we were talking last week about, James, how you can... I learned so many wonderful things about you each and every day that we are on the radio together. And one thing that I learned recently is that you can sleep anywhere. You can fall asleep... (laughs) In a club with pumping music, you can uh-huh. fall asleep uh, with chainsaws all around you in a haunted mansion. It really doesn't <laughs> matter. You can fall asleep very easily. I'm jealous because I've been having, it It takes me at least 30 minutes, if not an hour, a full hour to fall asleep almost every night. So, Whoa. Yikes. That's rough. I'm very, very sorry about that. I always feel very, very empathetic and bad for my the people in my life who who are that way, who can't fall asleep quickly. Now, it got me thinking about Teslas because there, not a week goes by that I don't see some kind of a headline, usually coming out of the Bay Area, about somebody who has fallen asleep in their Tesla and has gotten pulled over, or okay, the car is in on. Miami pump, or pump whatever. Pun intended. Not every week. People are not falling asleep in <laughs> Teslas every week. This They're is not, all asleep. We're not going to hate on the Tesla. Everyone says that. Look at all the accidents that happened in the autopilot. Yeah. All, not, I didn't say accidents. I'm just saying everyone's sleeping. So, <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Can, carry on. Continue. So have you ever fallen asleep in your Tesla? Oh, uh, no. No. Actually, I haven't. Well, I should clarify. My Tesla doesn't have the phase not... This is going to come off like a like I'm an a-hole. My Tesla is not fancy. I have okay. the stripped down version of the Model 3, like just the basic whatever. So it doesn't have autopilot or any of that fancy stuff. Chris has the really fancy Tesla. And that does all of those things. So definitely not while driving mine because it would be like any other car. I would, you know, veer off and hit something or someone, unfortunately. I bet, though, that Chris has fallen asleep behind his I would venture to say that, yes, he he loves his autopilot as much as he loves me. And pre-COVID, he was driving a lot more. Like, he was back and forth between here and San Diego. So he was using that bad boy all the time, a couple times a week. I'm for sure he fell asleep behind it. Okay, okay. And, and, and you wouldn't have a problem with that if he was sleeping and you were in the passenger seat? I would have all of the problem in the world with that. Okay. No, I get <laughs> so really... So you don't think people should be sleeping in their cars while they're driving? Hell Absolutely effing not. I hate autopilot. It makes me angry. I feel like you should make you nervous. Um, kind of, except for that. It's still a better driver than Chris. So I, Uh I'm still trusting the robot more than I trust my husband to drive. Um, cause he's just a horrible driver. He's just really, Oh my God. He's just awful. So the car anticipates other people better than he does. So, um, I, so that, he's like a late breaker. I, I, uh, yes. And, and, uh, yeah, whatever we, I can't even get into it cause it's going to make me really, really <laughs> angry. It also really <laughs> makes me angry that people fall asleep behind their Teslas. I mean, this is, this is a thing just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Right. And I have, after working nights in hospitals for years, I've fallen asleep multiple times driving home and, Whoa, really? Oh, yeah. I The worst was I was like, oh, here comes this intersection. I, I This is an intersection I recall. The light is red. And the next thing I remember, I'm being woken up by someone knocking on my window. I am through the other side of the intersection, up on the curve, <gasps> and I've hit a tree. No, you hit a tree head on? Uh, yeah, it kind of grazed the side of it. Um, and I had a, I had a, at the time I was driving a five-speed, like a stick shift, 
So I think I let both of my feet off of the pedals, which probably saved me because then, it, you know, the car like turns off, right? It like geared off. Yeah. So I just like oh coasted into this tree. Yeah. So ever since then, I've always thought, well, in those types of situations, I might be okay with a little autopilot. Like, just got to get home, right? Like, like it's I'm, definitely better than death. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Than being like that idiot who falls asleep because you've been up working night shift all night. But in general, when people don't need to be using autopilot just because they can or they want to drink their Starbucks or whatever, that drives me crazy. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I. Well, I know that you are not a big fan of robots controlling all every aspect of our lives. I have no problem with the autopilot and the uh, the the car braking for me, the car maintaining a distance for me, anything to give me less work. I'm a fan of. But uh, let's continue working. Working is always fun, and <laughs> it is Monday, which means autopilot. <laughs> it is. Yeah, we're going to be on autopilot the That's entire a funny show. All right, story, Allie. Good job. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. I don't care. It makes me feel good still, <laughs> even if there's no heart. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject with Allie and James. Happy to be with you on this Monday. Happy you are with us. And you can always interact with us at DTS Show on Twitter and on Instagram. Lots to get to on the show today. But wanted to, of course, talk about the biggest news over the weekend. Friday. Uh, I believe it was Friday afternoon, mm-hmm. maybe around four o'clock, four thirty. Yep. Uh, you know, you get those dreaded notifications on your phones. You see RBG trending, and you say, "Please no, please no, please no." And we learned that uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had passed away. And um, let's go there. Did a fantastic special on her life, and we wanted to talk about her life a little bit. I know that what's on a lot of people's minds right now is what the hell is going to happen with this open seat on the Supreme Court. What is the list looking like on behalf of the GOP? Are they going to try and squeeze someone through? Yes, they are. But we thought it would be it would be doing Ruth Bader Ginsburg a disservice not to focus on all of the many, many accomplishments and the many wonderful things that she did throughout her career, especially when it came to gender equality. And we're just going to talk a little bit about some of those accomplishments. One quote that I wanted to read that you probably saw on your social media all weekend was women belong in all places where decisions are being made. It shouldn't be that women are the exception. Such an incredible person. An incredible person. And I think it is really important for all of us to remember too, that this is a, a wife and a mother and a, and a family member and a grandmother and, and all of these things. And so there is a family out there who is mourning and grieving her. Um, you know, I think we were sort of as a collective, very divisive political whole. I mean, it was it was that night that Mitch McConnell, I think, Friday night had already issued a statement or at worst by Saturday morning. And sometimes I think we forget that we're mourning an actual person who did end up becoming a cultural icon, which is really, I mean, how many of the Supreme Court judges justices ever can you say became cultural icons and she broke so many incredible barriers um you know particularly for women being you know one of the first women to graduate first in her class from columbia law school things like that these just time-honored things that she's done to advance women's rights in this country from a from a judicial standpoint and one of the things that i think is really interesting is that you know ruth bader ginsburg argued six courses six cases in front of the Supreme Court before she became a justice, she won five of them. And one of her methods for doing this was to take cases where men thought they were being treated differently because of their sex, get winning that case, 
And then being able to write, well, now that this is precedent by the Supreme Court, you also have to treat women fairly. And this is literally how she got a lot of the work done that she did. She did like reverse logic. Basically. And, and she was basically like, yeah, it doesn't feel very good, does it? Uh-huh. So now we're just going to switch those and then boop a doop. Yep. She was so smart. She was, I mean, and you're right about her being a cultural icon, a pop icon. I mean, who, what other Supreme Court justices are you going to see on a T-shirt uh, or on a, a, a wine canteen? Uh-huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, with Photoshop sunglasses on her. Um, and, you know, she was the type of person where she was, she's, been such an icon for so long and because this presidency has been such a dumpster fire you look at people like her and you're like you are our saving grace please please hang in there and she was doing everything that she could you know there were these videos of her doing her little exercises and pushing her little weights and Uh you know overcoming cancer multiple times to hang in there and i really do feel that she passed at this time to invigorate all of us to 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 fight on her behalf. She said that her her most fervent wish was for someone not to be in her seat before a new president was determined. And it is up to you know uh, it's up to us to do everything in our power. It's not like you and me personally, but I mean it's up to it's up to uh, you know anybody who believes that this is wrong to mm-hmm. have them push somebody through to to fight it as she fought every single day of her life and fought cancer, Ali, like you said, for more than twenty years. Her initial cancer diagnosis of colon cancer was in nineteen ninety nine, and she she basically fought colon cancer, pancreatic cancer, lung cancer, and two recurrences of colon cancer over these last twenty years. So it's it's pretty phenomenal that not only did she keep fighting for what she believed in, in terms of the rights of, of individuals in this country and fighting for and representing and making decisions on laws that impacted LGBTQ people and marginalized people and particularly women and, and, but also fighting cancer at the same time and doing so in almost the opposite way of, we think that how people should do it. She's, she was notorious for writing very, very little at all. Even majority opinions, she would write very short of majority mm. opinions, the few that she actually wrote. And when she would dissent, she would just say, I respectfully dissent. And one of her most famous quotes is, is Bush v. Gore. Um, you know, when there was the that went to the Supreme Court. Oh, over I the remember election. that. Do you yes. remember that? Yeah. Uh-huh. It was the only time she ever removed the word respectfully. She just said, yeah, I dissent. Said, I dissent. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, Oof, and goosebumps. She was a small woman. With a with big power and big presence, and sometimes she knew that just doing things like removing the word respectfully would would echo throughout Speak volumes. History. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you see the pictures of her being sworn in, and she's so teeny, and she's so young, and she's like got little, her little hand up, and you're like, you are a force. <laughs> and you know, some people saying just like, we didn't deserve you. You, she was a person who just. You know, there are some people that when they're born, they just have it. Mm-hmm. They just have that in them from day one. And she was those type of one of those people. And so she will be greatly missed, but absolutely not forgotten. She's somebody that will always be talked about and always be learned about in history. And um, and R.I.P. Notorious R.B.G. We will move on and talk about other things. But uh, what a fantastic person. And she will be deeply missed. Be right back with more Drop the Subject after this. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject with Allie and James. Thanks for checking out the show. If you're checking out for the first time, welcome. Welcome to the club. If you have been been here and you're returning, welcome back. 
follow us at DTS Show and leave us a review on our podcast. It really helps us out. Drop the subject wherever you find your podcast. If you leave a review, I will 100% read it on the air, good or bad or otherwise. So we always love to hear from you. Uh, interact with us anytime. It's time for the Monday Munch Report. That sounds good. I'll have that. Yes, 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 yes. What are you doing? I'm blotting the grease. It's the best part. Let me see that. It's Monday, which means we talk about food. And I don't know if you feel burnt out from cooking in the year 2020. I, I've always been a person who says I love cooking. Now I'm realizing 12 years into my relationship that maybe that wasn't the best thing to say. Uh, because <laughs> you're doing all of it now? I am tasked with every single meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But uh, it's okay. We talk about it in couples therapy. We're trying something new. (laughs) (laughs) But there was a suggestion that was made of a change from my mother. And I don't know if you've ever done those boxes, those subscription boxes before, James. But my, my mom, talking to my mom on the phone, we haven't caught up in a while, and she's going... Yeah, I'm down to 130 pounds. And I was like, what? Wow. And she was Go like, ahead, yeah, Mom. I've lost all this weight. I'm back to the weight I was when I got married. I was like, which oh. time? <laughs> <laughs> which marriage, Ma? <laughs> yeah. And then she said it's because she's doing keto. And I was like, oh, my my co-host is doing that, the, the keto. And uh-huh. so she said, well, also, I don't have to cook anything because I'm doing these subscription boxes. You should do them. And I'm going, is she telling me I should do them because she thinks I should lose weight or because she thinks that I'm overworked and, and doing too much? Right. And I was like, well, let's just go with it, Allie. <laughs> we, we all go there, right? We all go to the like, uh, are you trying to say something? Like, is this a backhanded, like, you don't want to bring it up, but I'm, yeah, I gotcha. But to be fair, in her defense, you're right. People do go there. But then maybe because when people do this stuff, when they do keto or when they do any kind of nutrition change, they love to talk about the nutrition change. Uh, of course they do. Yes. Which is why, I've, honestly, I mean, I know we've brought it up on the show because it's topical and interesting. And especially when I did it wrong last week, we talked about that, how dumb I am. Like, I think that's yeah, funny. Because you were eating t- <laughs> like calories a, of bacon, was Oh, it? my God. I can't, oh, my God, that one. It was like 15,000 or something crazy. But the... <laughs> the uh, but I do, I'm trying really hard not to be that guy. I'm trying really hard not to be the guy who like constantly is talking about whatever. Do. Like, just do it. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, great. Like, who cares? Yes. And so she she's not in that frame of mind. She's like, I'm doing keto. Here's how it works. I'm going to tell you everything about it. You eat all these fats, but you don't eat the carbs. So you eat protein and and you don't eat car. You know, she's like explaining uh-huh. it to me. And I'm like, okay, yes. I, I think this type of thing has been around for quite a while, but... Then she says, I'm going to buy you one month free subscription boxes. Whoa. Who's, yeah. Who's she, who does she get? Who does she use? She uses Green Chef. Oh. Have oh, you heard of that fun. one? No. Is that one of the ones where they send you all the raw materials and then you cook or it's just already put together in a box? I think I have to still cook. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I guess the change is that you're changing up the recipes because I don't know about you, uh. but cooking when i actually cook i cook the same like i think i've got a rolodex of about between five and 20 recipes that just are on a loop (laughs) just rotate through those right 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 
Like your and top 25 played on Apple Music, right? Exactly. It's yeah. just shuffle playlist of, of recipes every day. And uh, do you do that as well? Do you cook the same things oh, all the time? N- no. The re- yes. Yes. The Rolodex is two to five items. <laughs> yeah, not to be... Not to be confused because I can cook lots of things. I I know how to make a lot of things. We just only choose to make like two to five because Chris and I have both been on a diet for 42 and 48 years. (laughs) (laughs) I see. And then what do you do? The, The other question, which I don't know if you can answer is we have the subscription box now and you pick either keto or vegan or whatever. But what if you're two different things? How are you supposed to, like, I don't want to do vegetarian boxes and oh. also have no carbs. There's going to be nothing. <laughs> what do you eat? There's going to be a box of vegetables. A chicken breast. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, every I mean, day. I'm just going to have a chicken breast because that's all, and then I'll have to eat whatever meals they send. So uh-huh, I will report back. I believe it starts this week. So I'll oh, report fun. back on how that's idea. going. Good job, mom. Uh, yeah, be- yeah, good job, mom. Thanks for buying me free stuff. And I don't know if it's politically <laughs> motivated or what, but I'm just going to take the free stuff while I can get it. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject with Allie and James. And this was a weekend uh, of updates for a lot of people. Uh, it is update season, everybody. Apple made their announcement last week iOS 14 was installed to everyone's phones. I'm sure, I mean, some people don't have the updates installed yet, but I don't know about you, James. With me, as soon as I see Tim Cook take the stage, whether it's a virtual stage or a regular one, I am waiting for that update. And then I want to install it and see uh, all of the things that I probably won't learn how to do. But because <laughs> we're right with every update, they're like, look at these 400,000 things you can do now. And do, are you that person, too? This is me. I, I will do like two of them. Like, yeah, two I'm of like, the new oh, cool that one. I, I'm like emoji related. OK, that I can probably yep. grasp. Yep. And then I try and do like one video with me as a pig head and then I move on with my life. <laughs> and then that's it. Like you're like. All the other, uh, these people, you know, thousands of people who have been working on these updates for however many years, whatever, bringing all this new cool stuff, taking all of our feedback. You know, every time they ask you, do you want to provide feedback to Apple? No. But like all the people who actually do do that. And then we use pig emoji voice thingies. (laughs) That's about it. (laughs) But uh, when I download those updates or when you download them on your computer or whatever, doing any kind of update is is annoying at first because it's a change and we fear change we know this anytime yeah. something is different mm-hmm. you're used to looking at your phone and seeing a certain thing and then when you don't see that thing anymore or a button goes away everyone freaks the f out ah! and they're like bring back the home button and right. now there are no more home buttons all of the apple products are homeless and now <laughs> i do not miss the home button i never even think about it anymore now when i uh-huh. see a home button on something i'm like oh what are you from the 80s right god uh da- you're probably back on an iphone 6 uh-huh. yeah right but everybody has been sharing their home screens i don't know if you saw this on twitter Everybody was screenshotting their new home screens because the big thing is, of course, there's exciting things like uh, you can search for emojis now instead of having to use that little instead of the word suggestion feature. You can actually search for the emoji you're looking for, which I think will collectively save about millions of minutes of people's lives. Oh, uh, I didn't you can know also that. do. Oh, you can't. You didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. That one's new to me, too. Yeah, you can type in uh, in a text message. You can type in like smiley face and it'll 
show up. Pull up the smile. Oh, sweet. So you don't have nice. to scroll through 8,000 pages oh God, of emojis right. to find like a man playing golf. You can just say <laughs> golf. <laughs> golf, man, golf. Oh, well, I mean, it was kind of doing that before. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. But now you there's like an actual search bar. Oh, that's where You can awesome. type in the words. That'll be um, my one thing. The that, there you go. That'll That's be your one thing. Done. Well, how Thanks. about this? This was dropped the subject. It's great the picture. Sub- no. <laughs> picture in picture is another amazing oh. new feature. So for FaceTime, I can move. I'm looking at you on FaceTime right now. I can move you all over my screen while I do other things. And if you're watching a movie trailer or something on YouTube, you can position it, move it around to different parts of your phone, or you can just put it off to the side if you want to continue doing what you do and only hear the audio of that. What? Stop yeah. it. That's awesome. But it's all about the widgets. And you were telling me about the widgets before the uh-huh. weekend hit. You were like, I don't know. There's widgets. And I was like, what are those? And you were like, I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> there are just some things. And I, I have to drive Chris crazy because he's the guy who stays up and watches it and records it and knows he's the person who does do 999 of the thousand new things and the one thing he did show me was like you can pull these widgets and you can if you swipe I don't know right to get to the left or whatever it is you you see and then you can put your calendar there and there's this like stackable widget and you can scroll through stuff and there's like the weather and the time and whatever and so I actually did that I did do the thing where you swipe and then because I can see my calendar I set lots of alarms and timers for myself so I put that there I put a couple of other things there and I really, really sort of dig that like a lot. But then can you, have you dragged the widgets onto the main part of your phone? I try, I did at first and then I don't like that. Cause then so the I, apps, it's not just seeing a bunch of square apps. You're seeing bigger screens, smaller app, like you can see your calendar bigger or you can see stocks will take up half of one of your, one of your of. screens. Yeah. Things maybe like maybe I want need to dig a little more. I mean, maybe. I'm gonna yeah. take a picture of my home screen right now. I'm gonna send it to you. I want you to. Sweet. I want, I want to show you what I've done. But you uh-huh. also are here, so hold on. I gotta get rid of you. Your face. <laughs> you're like Even you have, you to have go a beautiful away. face. Do picture and picture me. That's like super awesome. I you're picture and pictured right now, and I'm sending you. And I can also double tap Jesse, and I can add him to the conversation. But hold on one sec. I'm gonna send this to you. Why? So why you can on see. earth? Would you oh, sorry. Well, hold on. Let me remove Jesse him from the conversation. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm removing Who him from Jesse? the conversation. Oh, and my then, gosh. Look at that. You have all this you stuff going on. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. This is great. So there you go. I'm very proud. And this is why I'm just one of the suckers that's tweeting out their home screen. <laughs> their home screen. <laughs> Jesse's telling us to look close at- up shop. We'll be, we'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> two minute break here on Drop the Subject. You probably need it after this. We'll see you soon. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject, Allie and James. You've done a lot of reading. One of the things you may have read years ago. Men are from Mars. Russians are from Venus. No, I did not say that incorrectly. Uh, You did learn originally that men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. But apparently, according to Dmitry Rogozin, head of the Russian space corporation Roscosmos. Roscosmos, yes. Roscosmos. Uh, Roscosmos. Thank you, Allie. That during a, you know, the world-renowned Gila Rusher, Hella Rushy, Hella, Hella Russia. The 2020 exhibition. You're being Hella Rushy. You're being I need some rushy. time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the International Expo of the Helicopter Industry in Moscow. Oh, that that convention we all know about. We hear about every year, right? The big helicopter convention in Moscow. Well, during that, Dmitry Rogozin <laughs> said, "Oh, well, Russia." Resuming Venus exploration is our agenda. We think that Ru- Venus is a Russian planet, so we shouldn't lag behind. What? Okay. Well, I have some thoughts on this. Number one, when you're a kid, 
just calling something makes it yours. Just saying, I, I <laughs> called it. It's mine. That's like the game My Car. Did you ever play that? What? The game My Car. What's that? Is that sh- calling shotgun? It's, no, it's literally you're on the bus and as cars go by, you just be like, ooh, that's my car. <laughs> and if you call it, I think I have it's, your, it's your car. Right. It's just that, I mean, those are the kinds of games that give you endless entertainment when you're 10 years old right. or eight years old or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, when you're a grown ass adult and you're actually running an entire country, <laughs> I don't know if that mentality still flies. But what do you do when they just call it? When they're like, all right, well, I called it. R- Venus is Russian. Venus is Russia. That's uh, ours. I mean, because we've been doing some studies and things on Russia and it's, it seems very Russian y. So we're just going to say <laughs> that's our planet. What the hell are we supposed to do when you start taking? I mean, this is literally like Marvin the Martian. Uh huh. Right. Flying out to space, Looney Tunes <laughs> style, putting a flag on a planet and being like, I'm claiming this planet. Blunk. And then, it, yeah, this is mine. <laughs> that was And good. then you have to fight with out. Bugs Bunny. Right. Well, that, so clearly what we need to do is then send Bugs Bunny. Like he should be, yes. you know, we sent dogs and monkeys to space first. Clearly, we just need to send Bugs in his best drag. Their best drag. Uh, I feel like Bugs is gender non. Yeah, Bugs is there. Uh, and we'll send Bugs to Venus. It'll be great. But you know, the European Space Agency, our 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 peeps over in Europe, actually aren't helping the whole cause. By the way, because they were like, well, the Russians do have significant experience when it comes to Venus. They were carrying so what? out right. They 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 have a unique. Uh, Russia has still preserved its unique expertise, is what they say, in designing and developing landing craft for Venus between 1967 and 1984. Dude, that was like math. 34 years ago, 36 years ago. Like, no, you don't get to just claim Venus now just because you think it's Russian or whatever. And why are the Europeans helping out? It's like you don't get to just influence our election and then put in our own president that you want in the... oh. Wait. Oh, got it. Oh, they mm. did. Oh, they did do that, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, Venus is cold. <laughs> is it cold? Yeah, it is. It's like I super cold. Yeah, yeah, I think it's frigidly <laughs> freezing, which and is very Russian. It it is very Russian. It also is not, as far as we know, habitable. Like true. Is, 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 they have we, gas there though. Now, what if they? they what if there is they, life and they then they they want to the gases. <laughs> all gases. Um, so, so James, what do you think? Um, I, Saturn, okay, ours. On. Do you want to just claim? Yeah, I think Saturn belongs to drop the subject. It is the largest. It is. It is all by right. far the largest. It's by far the most influential. Its gravitational pull actually impacts the the elliptical routes of other planets, like beyond our sun and our black hole. Like Jupiter's gravity is so big, it impacts us. And um, Jesse's correcting us, by the way, on the spot. Apparently, Venus is nine hundred degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> well, then it should belong to the gays because we're hot. Because we're so hot. <laughs> we're That's so a, hot. Us and Paris Hilton. That's so all right. Hot. All right, Russians, it's on. (laughs) This is a cause worth fighting for. We're picking our battles, and the next one is ownership of Venus. Let's band together, Channel Qians. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject with Allie and James. Do you love the holidays? Maybe you hate them, and this is a great year for you. Or... Maybe you love them and you're just reaching a mania where you're celebrating all of them at once. For whatever reason, peeps are not 
going to be a thing this year and it has everybody talking my god so many people are upset and you don't know what you've got till it's gone i can't tell you the last time i bought any type kind 2 of diabetes <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great because the first thing i hear when people talk about peeps going away is i'm like oh thank god we don't, we don't need sugar-coated to- <laughs> marshmallow birds what a what a shame <laughs> right you what we wonder why kids are like lunatics after (laughs) Halloween. And then peeps are always the thing that you know will last for forever. So your kids Mm. are eating peeps for like Easter. And you're like, there's not Easter peeps. There's still like Halloween peeps or whatever. I Yeah, Halloween peeps are going away too. And and I I don't know what, I think (laughs) when Halloween rolls around, I, I can't help but think, of what my parents went through when I ate like 17,000 pounds of candy in one day. And I was, but I think that you reach a sugar high. Maybe it's something we could talk about at some point what happens in your body because I feel like you get a sugar rush, but then when you pass the threshold and you eat like that 17th Snicker bar, uh-huh. you read food, you reach food coma. And they cancel each other out again. And then somehow you're just like laying on the couch watching Hocus Pocus and passing out. Yeah. I was going to say that some sort of like diabetic complication. <laughs> it's called oh, diabetic it. ketoacidosis. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're not. Kids are not going into DKA from eating ice cream unless Every they are year. diabetic. But uh, no, they get pretty close. Actually, your 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 physiology is not too far off. You get wild and crazy and then you crash and then you fall asleep usually. Okay. Well, it got us thinking about what holiday traditions should go away, right? There are a lot of things going away this year that need to go away, like handshakes and communal seating. But what about (laughs) holidays? Being nice to people. Being nice and not (laughs) screaming in people's faces without a mask on. No. um, The holiday traditions that maybe should go away uh you know you think about things like elf on a shelf uh that's a tradition where you put an elf on a shelf and the elf is watching you even when you (laughs) sleep it's watching you Uh and judging you based on the good deeds or lack thereof and the whole we're being watched thing i think we can just release that from the narrative of of christmas and the holidays that somebody is watching you and taking notes on, on what you're doing in your life and placing value on those things because, <laughs> hey, we're doing that enough and so is our Apple Watch. And I feel seen. all of our technology... <laughs> yes, you feel seen because you are being seen because by being every seen. piece of technology you have. But so this, Santa this is really me. just Apple. Uh-huh. <laughs> Santa is really just Apple. Right. This, this has been a conspiracy the whole time. This surprises me, though, about you, Allie, because you're the person who's like, Totally fine with Big Brother just knowing your business and watching you all the time. Like, so if Alexa and Apple and Santa and the, you know, monster in your closet and everyone is watching you all the time, the tooth fairy, like, why don't you just, why aren't you cool with Elf on the Shelf? Like, it's just one more in a long line of people who are already watching you. I think that it's easier for me when it's a robot, when it's a person with weird (laughs) stripy stockings. I oh, feel a little, so, and they've got those dangly legs over my shelf, and they're staring at me with eyes that move. You and your dangly legs. <laughs> you and your weird stripy dangly legs. Then I, I don't I do, like it. I do know the human manifestation of the elf on the shelf, by the way. Like, I think we should have him on the show when we get closer to the holidays. Oh, let's and, do it. And I, I want, well, I mean, I will start that segment off with talking about how you want to cancel him. Like in, <laughs> in the middle of cancel culture, oh, you're it. like, I'm canceling the elf on the shelf. What? holiday tradition do you think should stay in the past thanksgiving oh the whole holiday 
the whole holiday. <laughs> okay. I think <laughs> I think that's going to be a tough one, James, to your um, I did I did Elf on a Shelf and you did all of Thanksgiving. <laughs> go big or go home, Allie Johnson. If there's okay. if there is a holiday that has just been completely misrepresented and has turned into I mean, they've all turned into something that they shouldn't be, right? Like if you are a Christian and you believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, Christmas is not about you getting that new Apple Watch under the tree and being pissed if you don't. Like that's not Christmas, right? Thanksgiving, we sh- I am not a fan of someone with indigenous blood inside of me. And just being an American and knowing the history of our country, I'm not a super fan of celebrating the white folks that came over and this like big old lie that we continue mm-hmm. to tell people and why we sit down and eat turkey. So I feel like we should either change it into like Indigenous People's Day and we should actually do some learning and do some cool stuff there. Or the third Thursday of every November, we just get off for like, what? what is it? What, what's the seven deadly sins when you eat too much? Gluttony day. Oh, gluttony day. Yeah. Mm. Why don't we just call it gluttony day? Because that's what it is. And you hang out with the fam and you watch some football and it's a good old fashioned time. It's great. Let's well, just not call we, it Thanksgiving. That We could just call it turkey day then. <sighs> I suppose. You could just make it about turkey. But then the vegans, I don't know what they're going to do. I they know. don't get then the day are, off. What, it's a tofurkey day. Fine. Tofurkey <laughs> 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 day. I'm just going to take the day off and be... <laughs> Gassy. Peek it and gassy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back with more Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Drop the Subject, Valley and James. It is News It or Lose It time. You know you want it. You know you got it. I've got two headlines. James has two headlines, but we can only news one of each. The other we lose and never speak about again. Are you ready to hear your headlines, James? Who am I ever? All right. Headline number one. Man spills hot coffee on his genitals and is now suing Starbucks for a lot of money. No. (laughs) You do no. You, dude, coffee is hot, boo-boo. Sorry, unless you ordered an ice one, it is assumed coffee. No, this is like that McDonald's story the other time. Whatever. No. Okay. Yeah, actually, I, I think I misspoke. It's tea this time. Does that change your mind? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, tea is even more hot than coffee. Hotter. Right. There we go. Hotter. You know what? I'm glad that you lost it because then I get to tell you about the new reality show where your grand prize is going to space. Oh. <gasps> uh. I'm so in. Let's sign up now. Let's do it. All right, cool. What are your headlines? Screw this radio show. <laughs> Christopher Maloney's nudes are ready to share. Mm, I don't know who that is. Uh, Law and Order SVU. He was, oh. He's like the daddy of all daddies. He's like the most popular daddy on Twitter and Facebook right now. He also, are, and I mean, Instagram. He also was the one of the main principal vampires at the end of True Blood. Oh, okay. I've He's, not seen True Blood. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it simply because I'm gay and I don't know. <laughs> I can't picture him clearly. <laughs> no, damn it. Um, that was really just for everybody else. Who's, He's not really leaking his nudes, but you know, click clickbaity title. Fine. Oh, and you get to hear about the Alaskan dentist who extracted a patient's tooth on a hoverboard has been sentenced oh. to twelve years in jail. I'm I'm excited because I don't I, I keep seeing that headline and I've not actually clicked on that clickbait. So I can't wait to hear. But let me tell you first about this new reality show. Por favor. The world's first space travel reality show has been created or it's being created. It's called Space Hero. 
And the winner receives the biggest prize that has ever been given away on national television. Hell yeah. Contestants compete in a series of puzzles, physical and problem-solving challenges, competing for the grand prize of a trip to space, a 10-day stay at the International Space Station, which will also be documented on air and aired on national television. It's not Project Runway. It is Project Milky Way. And I find I am so excited for this. Is that really what it's called? Project Milky Way? No, no, no. It's called Space Hero. <laughs> oh, Space Hero. I was. Oh, that's a good one, Allie Johnson. Your brain's on fire. You're, you're awake well, today. You're awake. Thank that's you. Uh, that is fantastic. Okay. So, all right. We, we should have done this as like a whole segment a whole show because i have so many questions about how we apply and what do they require and what is there is there an age limit because you know i'm getting up there a little bit well i don't know i imagine they have all kinds of criteria right because if you are say 95 years old and you've always wanted to go to the international space station they're like uh that might be a one-way trip for you yeah right sorry grandma you're just a little bit too old um did you hear this story about this dentist who filmed himself, or one of his staff people filmed him extracting a person's tooth while he was on one of those little hoverboard things, like hoverboard on two wheels. And he comes in, yanks the tooth out, and then hoverboards away. Seth Lockhart, 35, was convicted, are you ready for this, on 46 felony and misdemeanor counts. What? Include well they they this video made them go after this dude. Medical assistance fraud, scheme to defraud, illegal practice of dentistry and all of these other things about his practice and then they got to reckless endangerment. So it's not just from him extracting this tooth, but it was the the video of him going up extracting this tooth on a hoverboard led officials to investigate this guy and apparently he's been defrauding like insurance companies and whatever for years so uh seth lockhart 35 former dentist of alaska you you about to lose your job your job get this dance i have so many questions and we don't have any time for you to answer them <laughs> i don't i mean who agreed to let if, if you agree to let somebody extract your tooth while the person's on a hoverboard that's that, on that you, my friend. She, she didn't. That's why she pushed oh, she charges. Didn't. She's oh. knocked out. She's under laughing gas. Oh, so the, she had no idea that he was on a no hoverboard. Idea. And then she sees on dude's Instagram, like a few days later, that he extracted her tooth. And she's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. So like she calls <sighs> the authorities. It launches a whole investigation. Like, because oh. he's trying to be like Insta famous or whatever. Like, yeah. No, she did oh. not agree to this at all, which is why it was a big, big deal. So who knows what the dentists are doing under laughing gas, extracting <laughs> teeth on hoverboards. I mean, hey, everyone wants to be an Instagram star these days, including dentists. But, you know, stick to the safe ones. Stick, stick to your own animals. Just putting them into boxes and giving them cucumbers. Okay, that's that's the tried and true stars of the internet. We'll be right back with more Drop the Subject after this two-minute break. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Uh, been a heck of a Monday around here on Drop the Subject, and uh, I'm James, that's Allie, and along with us right now is this guy you might have heard us reference before. His name is Jesse. He's our brand new producer. It's day one of Jesse being here. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm just going to keep this thing going, by the way, Jesse, so you're just going to have to play along. Jesse, welcome to the show. Thank you. Does that mean I get the higher on bonus again? No, absolutely no, not. No, let's go ahead and just what? move right past hey, that question. Just like, really? Day one, you're asking for more money. Okay. 
So all of this career coaching we've done has just gone nowhere, right? Like you don't ask for more money on day one. I digress. It's been a super fun (laughs) Monday show. Uh, If you miss anything on this show, please download our podcast. We are a podcast as well as a radio show. Radio.com. Search for Drop the Subject or wherever you get your podcast. Give it five stars. Give us a review. Allie will read your review on the air. When you do that, you will learn why Venus is Russian. <laughs> why or why it's people. gay. Or, or why it's gay. Or are women really from there? Um, some holiday traditions that we thought should maybe stay or go. Lots of fun things on the podcast. Be sure to download that. But on Friday, we assigned Jesse a movie for young people watching old movies. And we need to see if it, it did, if he actually even did it. Yeah, we, we need to bring uh, Jesse is on because we have some questions for him. First of all, you texted us over the weekend uh, and said, where is the movie? Where can I watch it? And we said HBO Max. And you said it's not there anymore. And then you said that it was, it was an, on a different platform and it got removed from there. How did you end up watching it? Yeah, so it originally went on Hulu, took it off, went moved to HBO Max. It's gone from there too. Uh, I found like a sketchy website that had it like half the movie, like and then dark every web. two. Like, were you yeah, also it, buying toes and elbows? <laughs> yeah, that was like a little pop up for toes and elbows. I mean, it would Great. go in in line with Drop Dead Gorgeous. <laughs> Three you, day shipping. Yeah. It should be here tomorrow. Three day shipping <laughs> on toes and get take advantage. <laughs> Yeah, so it was just uh, half the movie, poor quality, and every like two or three minutes an ad would pop up, but I got through it. Okay, so every two to three minutes an ad would pop up for toes, elbows, and other things that you can buy on the dark web, but eventually (laughs) you were able to watch the entirety of the movie, which I'm sure took then at that point probably twice to three times as long. But before we get into Jesse's review of this movie, this is a a tried and true favorite of both James and my mine's mine's. Mines, eyes, <laughs> James and eyes, myself. What is it? I'm not sure. Go, right, but they get but it. They get it. Is there a conspiracy around, among why? Uh, why is this movie constantly being removed from from platforms? Is it because it doesn't hold up anymore? Is it because it offends people? What are you? What are you? Where is your head at with this? It it is something of an offensive movie for sure. Especially when you go back and watch it now, you're like, whoa! I don't even think satirically people would be able to get away with some of that stuff now. There are some big heavy hitter names in there, and my theory, Allie, is that one of these names <gasps> oh, doesn't keeps, want it. Yeah, keeps pulling the movie down, doesn't want it, or one of these names has some sort of contract tied to this movie that she gets paid a boatload of money when it's aired, like from whatever platform, and those platforms don't want to pay all that money. Like some, like maybe Kirsten Dunst was yes. really, really smart when she signed that contract, and she was like, every time this movie goes up, I get $1.5 million. And HBO Max is like, well, we're not paying you that just to run it on our platform. You know, I think it's something like that. Well, I mean, if you think about the problematic, the, you know, that word problematic, the the words, the, the, word, the, the scenes that people would not like. I mean, Brittany Murphy does say the R word in it. Uh, a lot of she people does. say the R word, but yeah. Allison Janney's in it, so I would imagine. But she doesn't say anything bad, I, at least not that I can think of. Kirsten Dunst, I'm, I'm sure, says something at one point. But um, we, you've got Denise Richards, you've got Kirstie she Alley. There for could sure be sure says something bad. So does Kirstie Alley, right? They have to say so. Well, the, their dad, right? When they're talking about Sammy Davis Jr., that's pretty rough. You know? Oh yes, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, you know, it remains to be seen. I think that we should somehow salvage that movie. But uh, some things, I guess, do remain in the past, rightfully so. But here's, without further ado, 
Jesse's 30-second rendition of Drop Dead Gorgeous' 30-second review. This is Young People Watching Old Movies. Drop the Subject presents Young People Watching Old Movies. So, Drop Dead Gorgeous, an annual beauty pageant in the small town of Mount Rose, Minnesota, which neighbors Schitt's Creek turns ridiculously competitive and ultimately chaotic in a style that feels like an episode of The Office and long-form sketch comedy was adopted by Diane Sawyer. It's a movie that only goes well with lots of butter and features Krista Dunst as Amber Atkins, who dodges death multiple times only to come in second to Becky, who wins the pageant and then dies quickly in a swan flow accident. Ding, fries are up. This has been young people watching old movies. <laughs> yes, look at you, you got lots of references in there. People who know the movie will definitely appreciate those references. I, th- I thought that was good. Again, we have some diction things that maybe we could work on. I found, I think I made out about four words in that 30 second period, <laughs> but I would, you know what I would love to see? I would love to see Jesse pitching million dollar ideas to people <laughs> and having them just get not excited about it at I all. think this is a new, I think this is a new segment, right? I think we should like literally someone like, like pitch Twitter pitches. to me. Right, right. Or like the clap on or whatever. Like clap on. And, you know, it was a huge TV idea. And Jesse, anyway, whatever. We are a huge radio idea. And you should uh, listen again, download the podcast, and we'll be back tomorrow. We love you. Drop the subject. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.